You're watching Profile Pod TV with Double A. And always remember to take it easy. What's up, Profile Pod TV listeners? Chris here, and you might recognize my voice from numerous guest appearances on Profile Pod TV. But if you don't, that's okay. I'm here to tell you to come check out my podcast. It's called The Kickback. I do it with three of my closest friends, Jesse, Abe, and Louie. We sit back, drink a couple beers, talk about some embarrassing stories, talk about our lives, talk about what's going on in the world, and we try to make light of it. We try to make you laugh. We try to get you to forget about everything crazy that's going on in the world. So if you think that's for you, come check us out. We also do interviews as well. If you want to listen to an interview from a professional athlete or a comedian, someone in the entertainment business, we got that here too. So come check us out. Go to our Instagram at the Kickback Podcast LA. You can see all of our hilarious clips. If you click the link in our bio, you can listen to full episodes of the Kickback Podcast. So come check us out. Other than that, back to the show. And welcome back to Profile Pod TV. I'm your host of the evening, Double A, back here for another splendid episode of the pod. Welcome wherever you're tuning in from. If you're tuning in from Roku, Pod TV, uh, YouTube, IG TV, on the audio platforms, thank you so much for being here. It's always a pleasure having you. Don't forget uh, to subscribe to Profile Pod TV, subscribe to no- Social Nostra on YouTube, hit that little red button or uh, hit the purple logo if you're on Profile Pod TV and hit the subscribe button. Leave me a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Follow me on Instagram, all that good stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, um, I love getting the feedback. So uh, we have another great one in store for you tonight. As always, man, we bring on the heavy hitters. Uh, We bring on splendid, extraordinary guests doing extraordinary things to inspire the human spirit. Uh, And tonight is no exception to that. Before we get to our guests, I uh, want to thank Johnny Walker Black for unofficially providing the drink of the evening. I'm going to go ahead and pour me a glass. Cheers to you, Swizzy Swift. Cheers to everybody watching. And uh, I'm just going to pour me something here. Don't mind me. Uh, we're just going <laughs> to thank you. I just killed off a bottle of that this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> just a bottle? Just one bottle? Uh, yeah, just a bottle. That was it. Okay, that's it, brother. Cheers once again, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get to our guest of the evening. This gentleman is a music producer. He is an artist manager. He's an engineer. He has his own production company, Dream Music Records. Um, He's managing a few artists, and he hails all the way from Amityville, New York, but now residing in Southern California. This gentleman is doing some big things, and he's here to tell us all about his story. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, for the very first time on Profile Pod TV, my man, please welcome Swizzy Swift. How are you, brother? I am doing good. How about yourself? Oh, good, man. I'm not bad for Tuesday night, you know, and uh, <laughs> cheers to you. One more time. Cheers to you, man. Cheers to you, bro. If I didn't have to work tomorrow, I'd be doing it too. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, man. No worries. No worries. I know how it goes. I, um, man, I want to thank you for, so much for taking the time for being here. 
coming on, man. And I can't wait to talk about your story. I know you got a, you got a really cool uh, story to talk about, man. And um, you've been, you know, you grew up on the East Coast and now you're here uh, in California, so Southern California to be exact. You're um, a Marine veteran, Marine veteran, and uh, as my son, as am I. So, you know, kind of wanted to pick your brain on your experiences there, man. So, how's everything been going for you, man? What's been What's been new lately? Uh, you know, I got. I must say, you know, within the last couple of years, everything's been really cool. Everything's been moving, moving along. You know, just sticking with it, sticking through the bad times. Keep sticking with it. You know, good things will happen. Absolutely, man. Right, right. We we gotta. Keep pushing forward no matter what I hear, brother. You gotta, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, man. Um, how's how's Princess? Big shout out to Princess. She's good. She's good. She's with the little one right now. But uh, yeah, she's good. She's working. She's recording probably three, four days a week. Then, you know, uh, she records on her own. When, um, you know, usually I, I work a Monday through Thursday schedule 410s. So Thursday night through Sunday night, you know, I'm just mixing, mastering songs, getting them, getting them done. Yeah, man, I see you guys. You guys stay uh, grinding, man. You guys are always doing something, promoting, producing, uh, doing. It's funny, it's funny how you said grinding because we actually, uh, I finished a uh, song yesterday uh, called "Grind Time." Oh, nice, man. So yeah, that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be released real soon. I think she's looking forward to doing it next weekend. She's gonna release it. Okay, and that's uh, not an instrumental, right? It's just vocals on there. No, no, that's an actual song. It's my instrumental that I made that was released in my uh, instrumental album, my dual album that I just put out uh, last week. Um, so she used that instrumental, and then we uh, we made a song. We made a song, Grind Time. Oh, very cool, man. Can't wait to hear it. Can't wait. By the way, man, nice hat. That's a beautiful hat, bro. Oh, you, you like that hat, huh? You I like, like that? It. <laughs> That's really, really, yeah, snazzy, snazzy, man. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let the viewers get a little, little. That's dosy. right. <laughs> there it is, man. There it is. Thank you for, for the support, too, man. So. Oh, for sure. For sure. Always looking out for everyone. Thank you, man. Yeah. Likewise, man. Likewise. Like I said, man, you guys are, always, I see you guys are, are always doing uh grinding again you know and, and pushing forward and that's great man that's inspirational uh that's motivational for me man I, I mean i bring on my guests and every guest that i bring on man i have to say that uh, you know they inspire me i take something away from all my guests and and you're no exception to that brother you, you know I, I really like what you guys do and you guys are great people and going after your dreams man and um you hail from amityville new york Right. Uh, for those of you who are not familiar with Amityville, there's well, we'll get into that story a little later. But <laughs> right, right, right. I was familiar with that city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. I think the older folks are a little bit more familiar than the younger guys. But uh, <laughs> true. Very true. No doubt, man. No doubt. Hey, man, I want to ask you, how, how in the world, how did you get into producing, man? Me, producing music? Um. Well, it's actually funny because it just I kind of ran into it. I was uh. I want to say 11th grade, 10th or 11th, I forget. I was 10th or 11th grade, and I took this class in high school, media pro-tech class. Pretty much it was like a bunch of, like, you know, digital-type class. Like, you know, we made our own commercials. You know, we made our own little uh, 
I wouldn't say like a puppet show, but it was like a clay, you know, we use Play-Doh and stuff, like little freaking kids and shit. And, uh, you know, we, we animated it, you know, using the, the Apple um, desktops. So in that class, our final project was we had three things. We can either make a commercial, we can do a music video, or we can do, it was something else, but the other one didn't, I was like, eh. So I was like, you know what? We did the commercial already, and I actually had my brother in this class too. So uh, for this was actually me, my brother, and one of my brother's friends where we were the we were the team. And I've always been writing, you know, I've been writing music since I was like, I want to say like sixth grade. Okay. I've been writing lyrics. I started off writing poetry. And then eventually, you know, it went into, you know, I went to do hip hop lyrics. So I've been writing, you know, since, well, I started writing poetry around like the fourth grade. Okay. Then, you know, it turned a little urban in the sixth grade. Then it turned heartfelt, you know, straight from the heart, you know, how I really felt went probably around seventh, eighth grade. So by the time I was in, you know, 10th, 11th grade when I'm in this class, I was already writing songs. Now I'm not recording any songs because you know I don't have any any recording equipment. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have even known the first thing about it. <laughs> so um, my teacher, you know, he gave us some pointers and stuff. You know, he's a little nerd. You know, he was like, "Oh, you need to do this. You need to do this, 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 this. Are you sure you guys want to do this?" We're like, "Well, you're telling us how to do it, so yeah." <laughs> What's his name, by the way? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, so um I wrote the I wrote the song. It was uh it was a terrible song, I'm not even gonna lie. It was it was just I was I was I was saying this this very thing on uh talking again too. It was this song had to be like the worst thing ever. <laughs> but the beat was the beat wasn't that bad. I okay. I just mixed, you know, I just put stuff together really quick on garage bands, you know, just okay. get my feet wet. So yeah. it was, you know, a quick little garage band type beat. You know, it was a, it was like a '90s, uh, maybe like a Wu Tang or a Biggie type beat. I've always okay. been, you know, big on you know '90s hip hop. '90s hip hop was like the greatest hip hop oh. out there. I love it, I love <laughs> so, it, bro. So, you know, I just mixed it together and then we recorded, and I sounded like I was super monotone. I would just talk like this into the mic, and I'm sitting down. You know, I didn't know anything. You know, I didn't know, you know, when you stand up, your voice gets projected more. I didn't know any of this. I'm just a high school kid. So, mm -hmm. you know, I recorded it, and, and my brother ended up shooting the film, and we just got, like, little shots around the school. Uh, we got shots around our neighborhood. We got shots, like, in front of a fire, uh, I believe it was, like, a fire department or whatever. Uh -huh. And then, you know, he put it all together on the, the desktop. And I was, you know, like, oh, I like this. I like that. I like that. And the video came out pretty dope, which actually my brother, he's a graphic designer now. So he takes pictures and does all sorts of stuff. Oh, cool. So Do you still have that video up, now? He, and he actually ended up doing that. He ran into that one, too. <laughs> oh, so he still has it. You guys still have it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He um he actually does uh, my album covers. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's been he's been designing my album covers for a while now, so yeah. And mine that, and Princess actually, mine and Princess, he's he's did ours. So oh. um, yeah, so we, you know, we, 
I'm sorry, Swizzy. That 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 video, that first video you did, you still you guys still have that? Oh no no. Oh. We, we never we never got because it took up so much of our time. We I actually like you know moved on from that class. By the time you know, we gave it to the teacher. You know we got A pluses for it. You know it it was a terrible sounding song, absolutely <laughs> atrocious. But the video, the main project was the video. The video actually came out pretty dope. Not okay. even gonna lie, but. Never made it to YouTube, you know. We, <laughs> I don't even know if my teacher still has it to this day. I don't know. I graduated like 12 years ago, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if he has it or not. Who knows? But yeah, man. So I just okay. kind of ran in. I kind of ran into producing ever since then. You know, I always liked you know putting stuff together. I, I liked it. it. It was cool. It was kind of like a little like a rush. It was like a show yeah. rush almost. So yeah, man. Ever since then. Yeah. Ever since then, just been doing that. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's when you discovered, like you said, it was a rush. It was, uh, but you you found something that you really enjoyed, and uh, now you said you started writing back in, I think fourth grade or early, you know, elementary school. So by the time you got to high school, did you have a pretty good uh, catalog of songs and stuff like that? By the time you were, you oh, know, I had a whole. I had like, I want to say three or four notebooks full. Hmm. Yeah, I had like three or four notebooks full. And again, you know, I didn't know about the whole 16 bar thing. It's literally just straight on. There's no hooks or anything. It's literally just like a whole page of just lyrics. There's uh, no, uh, like I said, there's no hook. There's no intro. There's no bridges or anything. It's literally just, it looks like a story. Okay. And it was, it was like three, three or four. I forget. I used to carry these in my little backpack and stuff. And, you know, I'm supposed to be taking notes, but here I am just writing lyrics. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. But, but hey, man, you were just doing your thing. You didn't, uh, you know, you didn't have, like you said, you didn't have any formal training. You, but you just yeah, no, you were enjoying. I just, I just, I just heard the songs, and I'm like, you know, I'm thinking, oh, this is how it's supposed to be. This is how it's supposed to be. So I'm just pretty much going off of like word of thumb almost. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, when you were in uh, in elementary school, or or even I'm sorry, not even back. In, listen, a young Swizzy, Swizzy Swift man. Let's say high school teenager. Who who were some of the uh, guys who were? Did you did you play? Did you get to see the compact discs? Are you are you too young for that? Huh? Oh no no! I had CDs. I had okay. I actually had tapes too. Okay. Oh, I had okay. the I had the 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 little uh, rectangle tapes. That you had a you had a twist. You had a yeah, yeah. finger and twist and the rewind it. Yeah, I, I had those. Okay. You, all right. So you're not that young. <laughs> no no no! I'm not that young. <laughs> no no doubt no. And so who who was the young Swizzy Swift listening to? Back in the, in the day, man, when you were you were you know listening to music, you were jamming or getting. I grew up religiously oh. on Fifty Cent, G Unit, uh, C Murder, um, like those were like the two main. Really. Fifty Cent, Lloyd Banks, Tony Yayo, Young Buck when he was there, I listened to them and I listened to C Murder, you know, No Limit Records um, with okay, Mr. Okay. Magic and. Um, you had uh, Mystical was there for a bit, Snoop Dogg oh, yeah. was there for a bit. So, you know, I grew up on those two, like, groups. Okay. And, you know, obviously I listened to, you know, Wu-Tang. I listened to Biggie. I listened to Tupac. You know, I listened to West Side Connection. I listened to N.W.A. So, you know, I, I there was other, but those two were the main ones. Oh, okay. I see, man. So, and that, that was, they were huge out in, uh, in New York, right? <laughs> Long Island and... Uh, well, G Unit back in 03, Well, Fifty Cent, he was big 
like 2000, 2001, 2002. Yeah. But when he came out with the the two albums, the the Get Rich or Die Trying in 03, and then he yeah. came out with the Beg for Mercy album with the whole G Unit in 2003 as well. Oh man, everybody knew who he was. Everybody, it was, it was like it was on and popping. And I I've had 50 Cent albums since the uh, uh, Guess Who's Back uh, mixtape. I loved how oh. he did. Like, uh, he was the mixtape millionaire. He always put out like a mixtape, like once a month or whatever. Yeah, I, I love that because I was always getting, always getting those. No doubt, man. No, that's uh, yeah. Those guys are obviously, man, heavy hitters, man. and oh yeah, very influential. And uh, so, so, so you you left high school, man, and then is that when you you kind of uh, decided to um, hit the join the the Marines? Well, actually, my football team had won in my junior year. We won the, the, the state championship. Oh. So uh, with that, I all the all four, because it, it split into divisions, so all four division champions ended up going, I don't know if you remember the Arena Football League. Oh, yeah. We went up, we, we ended up getting sponsored. Uh, each branch of the military sponsored a, a a champion and okay. we got sponsored by a marine you know the marine uh recruiting station so we got sponsored by them you know the division one guys got like the navy i believe two got um two air got the air force i believe mm. and then like uh three got the uh army something mm. on we we got the marines <clears throat> mm. so along the lines of um we, we go, we sit there, we go to the game and stuff. They We go down to the field, you know, waving at everyone who was there, like 10 people and stuff. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, we get back, and then we're on the bus. We're on the, the bus going back, back to the school, and the recruiter hands out, like, these slips. And me being a freaking nosy body, always wanting to know what's going on, you know, I – yeah, I want to find out more. I want to be a badass. <laughs> I want to, I want to look sharp in those uh, dress blues. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, you know, long story short, I want to say the next day or the or the day after, within two days, we got a we got a recruiter at her. I got a recruiter at my door. Oh, jeez. <laughs> asking for me. I'm like, wow, that was fast. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, that's right. I filled out one of those things. Yeah. Yeah, I I totally forgot about that. But yeah, hey, what, what's going on, bro? <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! So, okay, what how'd that go down? So did he come to your house? Did he, did he yeah, he came to my house. He spoke to me. Uh, it was me, my mom, my dad. I don't think my brother and sister was there. I think it was just us three, and then the recruiter. And uh, actually, the recruiter that came, <clears throat> he wasn't the same guy as before. He was just he was like a temporary one because the guy who was supposed to be my recruiter, he had to go take one of the recruits to like uh, the MEPS to, to go off to boot camp that day. So he wasn't there. It was his partner that was there. And, um, you know, rest in peace, you know, Sergeant uh, so, uh, Silvestre, I don't, I don't want to butcher his name, but mm. he came, you know, he, he laid everything down, you know, kept it real. He said, you know, you can be the best of the best. You know, he gave the whole spiel. You can be the best of the best, and you can be the, the most baddest person on the planet and this and that. But he said, you know, the Marines is no joke. You know, there there's going to be rough times. 
there's going to yeah. be times you just want to walk away and, you know, obviously you're not going to be able to. So I was like, you know what? I've never turned down a challenge before. <laughs> Where do I sign? Damn. Just like that, huh? Just well, like that. Do you ever think back, though, Swizzy? Like, had, had you not, like, filled out a little questionnaire, the little slip? Uh, or, oh, or were, were you were this day, actually, I was just talking to my wife about that. I was, I was saying, had we not scored with seconds left in the Suffolk County Championship, we would have never made it to the Long Island Championship, and we would have never been there. How everything would have been. It's crazy. I wouldn't be here in Southern California, that's for sure. Right. <laughs> I know. Who knows? I mean, what did you have other goals at that time? Like, did you have a plan or uh, you know, a career path? To, uh, what what well, were your plans coming out of high school? I was always good at sports. I was really good at lacrosse. I was good oh, at lacrosse. Man. I was good at hockey. You know, I was all right in football. You know, not you know, but mm. I really wanted to play lacrosse, and uh, but my grades, you know, they told me otherwise. Mm. Like I said, I was writing lyrics instead of writing notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, right? so my my grades was never you know really good. I see, I see. So, so, so yeah. Um, so I didn't know what I wanted to do, and. You know, with that particular opportunity, you know, with, with him giving us the cards, that was more of a, hey, you know, maybe this could be something. Gotcha. And then, you know, I, I was, I was at the time, I was working three jobs, uh, you know, trying to help my family stay afloat and stuff. I was mm -hmm. making probably 45000 a year off the books. Wow. Give or take. You know, well, not off the books. It was, uh, you know, I had a... I was working as a student, uh, a student worker in my school as a custodian. Then I was working as a landscape uh, landscaper over at the boat mm. yard, you know, making making money that way on the weekends. And then, like after during the week after uh, I was done with custodian, I used to work for like two, three hours at the deli every day, wow. cleaning up, you know, getting ready to close up shop, filling up, the, stocking up all the stuff for the next day. So yeah. <clears throat> Props to you, man, for for doing that. You know, at such a young age. Step that's where the that's where the hustler comes in. That's where the hustler comes in. See, I, I wish I would have learned that, you know, sooner in my life. But uh, hey, you know, but but no, like credit to you, man. I mean, you had to, you stepped up for your family and, and did what you had to do. And yeah, like you said, man, you I'm, I'm sure you learned so much during those years and during during that process. You know, again, yeah, like he's a work ethic and hustling and all that good stuff. You know. Exactly. And that's what I, I learned at a very young age, you know, I was doing this probably 14, I think I started. Oh, no, wow. I started 13, started 13, working at the deli part time, Damn. you know, just a couple of days. And then I was doing the landscaping on the weekends. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't every single day. It was only maybe two, three days a week. And then maybe a Saturday or, you know, a Saturday or a Sunday. Yeah. Then uh, once I got into high school when I was 14, that next summer when I was transitioning from ninth to 10th grade, that's when I started doing the custodial. So I did that uh, during the summertime from ninth to 10th and from 10th to 11th during that's those crazy. two summers. And then when I was in 11th grade, I was working after school. So pretty much after football season would, would end November, late November is probably from December all the way up until 
football season the next season i was doing uh custodial work after school then i go to the uh, deli work up there then on the weekends i was doing landscaping and i would do that and then my senior year um the i I just worked strictly as a custodian Mm. until i graduated and then you juggled that with playing sports for, for your school right probably oh yeah yeah. Well, no, it was easy because the student work program, you know, if you were doing an extracurricular activity, that wouldn't interfere. So oh. it, it was cool. But, you know, I learned during that time, you know, when you're not at work, you're not making money. <laughs> that's true. So I learned that at a very young age. <laughs> Definitely, man. Yeah, that, that's that's important, man. That's important, man. So did you, you, you went to the Marines. Did you go to boot camp out in, uh, in here in California? Is no, that- I went to uh, Paris Island, South Carolina. Oh. Oh, okay, okay. So, and then you got you got stationed out here. Is that when you finally came out to California? Yeah, I did. Uh, I did boot camp from July. Actually, today, July thirteenth, two thousand and nine. Oh wow! Uh, no way. Graduated October eighteenth. No, October twentieth. I graduated because I got I got dropped back a week because my knee messed up my knee, so I got dropped back a week. So I graduated just a week later. I did 14 instead of 13. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I did that. Then, you know, flew home for a week. Went back to, uh, I went to uh, Camp Lejeune in North Carolina for combat training. Okay. Um, and then from there, I flew over here. I was in 29 Palms up until, I want to say, the end of April. From that November, I think I actually flew here to 29 Palms. I got 29 Palms on Thanksgiving of 2009. Okay. And um, from from that day up until like mid to end April, I was in 29 Palms. And then from there, that's when I went to Camp Pendleton, finished out my time in Camp Pendleton. And then you haven't, you haven't left since. I mean. I haven't you know. left since. Yeah, yeah. So, and you it's met too your- warm there to leave. It's way too warm there to leave. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, coming from New York, right? I mean, she's. Oh. Coming from minus yeah. minus temperatures and below freezing. Yeah. yeah. I don't like it. I don't <laughs> like the cold. I don't like the snow. I like it sunny. I like it. I wish it would stay 70s, 80s, but hey, I'll take hundreds too. It's not yeah. it's not freezing. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no doubt, man. And like I t- I mentioned earlier, man, you're from Amityville, uh, New York on Long on Long Island, right? And those those who are not familiar with Amityville, there's a story that goes along with that city. Uh there was a, a famous movie, a book. Um, based on a, a murder that occurred in that in that town inside of a house, and uh, you know, again, again, the movie was in the book were based on that on that particular story on that murder. Um, and you 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 I mean, you mentioned in, uh, before that you've been inside that house. That, yeah, yeah, I've been inside. It's not scary. It's not- actually really nice. Uh-huh. Really nice inside. <laughs> wow, man! And, and this was by. Uh, Back in the day, I and mean, you were a kid. I mean, this was before high school, right? Like no, you... no, no. This is um. Or oh, okay. I was a junior. I was a junior in high school at this time. I was uh 16, 17, something like that. Uh huh. Oh wow, wow. Yeah. Was trip going... Tell us about that, man. What was that like going inside the house? Were you expecting something else, or were you kind of getting spooked? Were you? Tell us about that. Oh no, I... people were all like. Uh, they, they were all like daring me to do this, daring, daring me to go there. Cause they, they knew a, I was working my, uh, 
because we were selling little gold cards for the football team. It was like a fundraiser. It's like a discount card has all sorts of yeah. businesses on there that you get a discount on. And um, so I'm working, I'm going house to house and stuff. And, you know, some people are buying, some people aren't. I was never a really good seller. I was terrible at it, actually. And yeah, go figure. I was, I couldn't, I, I couldn't sell anything to save my life. Uh, but like, these people in particular at, at, I, I guess we'll say the Hannibal Horror House, um, they were actually really nice. I like, at first they were all like, oh, like they probably thought I was like some, some tourist until they saw, you know, I'm wearing my football jersey that says Amityville on it. Okay. And, uh, you know, they see I have a, a red backpack on. So they, they, they know now, like the first, like, oh, he's a tourist. But then once they, you know, for a second, they see all that. They're like, okay, he's, he's all right. Yeah. And I'm like, hi, you know, I'm, I'm trying to sell these uh, discount cards for my football team to raise money, you know, for the school, blah, blah, $10 a card. And uh, the lady was nice. She goes, okay, uh, you want to, uh, you want a water? You want something to drink? You know, it's, it's pretty hot outside. And I'm like, no, thanks. I'm good. She goes, okay, you want to come in? Uh, I'm going to talk to my husband, blah, blah, blah. Sure, why not? You know, wow. <laughs> sure. So, you know, I walk in there. She uh, she she ends up giving me a water bottle. Um, I sit down at their table. It's nice. It was a nice house. Definitely not like the movie. <laughs> Definitely Jeez. not like the movie. Oh, no, it was, yeah. It was, it was nice. And then um, I was, I was telling um, – my last interview, the house, every house is fit. The door, the front door faces the street, but uh -huh. this house, they turned it. So it is actually facing sideways. It's facing like the driveway the or something. Facing no, 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 the driveway is the driveway is even regular too, but the door, the front door itself faces, uh, faces South. Gotcha. It, it doesn't face like every, every, every house is facing inward. So, you know, the house where, where that, that house is, the doors are facing west. Uh -huh. This door is facing south because so many people were recognizing it and just waltzing up there and trying to open the door and see if it's scary. And it, it got bad to where the you know the police had to actually like stake out and stay over there because you know there's people living there. Yeah, wow. so much money off of that one too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I bet, man. I bet. So they actually kind of had to modify the house. Oh well, they they kept the house the same. They just okay. painted it a different color, oh. and they, and like I said, they, uh, they picked it up with a crane, and they just turned it sideways, just a ninety degree turn. Wow. So you know they wouldn't recognize the front of the house. I they see. all they did was just you know, oh look, it's a house, it's a house, and you know they didn't do a very good job painting it because all it was was just a darker version of the regular house. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you've seen the movie. The house is like kind of like a white, it's like an eggshell white almost. Uh huh. Uh huh. In real life, they painted like a light gray. I see. Oh. So, you know, hey, gr but growing up, it. wow. But growing up in in, in Amityville, with uh, you knew about that house, right? Maybe as a as a young kid. Oh yeah. Right. And, I mean, and it wasn't even like my parents told me. It's like stuff you hear in school, and then you know, uh, they're like, oh, uh, every. I forget when it was, but it's sometime during the, I think it's like August, he hits his year mark in prison. And so that, you know, the Amityville paper puts it out there. So, you know, wow. then the school, you know, beware because 
he was doing like I think it was like 15 it was a 15 to, to 50 year sentence anywhere in between 15 and 50 that's kind of the oddest numbers ever yeah yeah well but no. so after the 15 year mark because this all happened in 72 I want to say so we're, yeah. we're talking 2000 this I went there 2007 yeah I went there 2007 um sorry 2006 2006 it was it was the summer of 2006 um and um <clears throat> so yeah you know the annual the school papers the regular yeah. towns like oh you know beware this possibly can happen blah blah so you know <laughs> i see that yeah, me man. being a you know be, me being a teenager you know i'm not fearless of anything nothing can get me <laughs> right yeah who's this yeah bring it bring it right yeah bring it on bring it on <laughs> yeah <laughs> right right no doubt man no doubt man so so you came you came uh going back to the marines man you're now you're back to california and when, when did you meet your wife uh tell, tell us a little bit about that man how, how did you meet princess and because she's obviously um, herself and, well it's actually funny because i want to say december no it was like October, we'll go to October 2012, and my roommate is, you know, I'm just going through a, you know, a, a nasty, you know, end of relationship, and so I'm back in the barracks, and um, my roommate gets a girlfriend. Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, he was cool. His name was Bane. <laughs> Bane. So... Bane, like you know, Batman Bane. Yeah, yeah. I was just, okay. Yeah, but it's not spelled. It's spelled B A I N. But you know, we always we always gave him. You know, oh, you're Bane and this and that, and oh, you're in the comics and oh, <laughs> yeah, he was cool though. He was, he was, you know, he was real cool. And um, so he's going out with this girl, and they're going out, you know, and then she, December, uh, like right after Christmas, no. The week before Christmas, she uh, takes my wife, Princess, to the to the barracks because she's she's going to meet up with him. So she's like, you know, hey, what if his roommate is there? Blah blah. blah. All right. So, um, so she goes. They take that long ass drive. I would have never did that. That eighty something mile drive. Oh, from the Pomona, 20, from Pomona bombs? to Camp Pendleton. Oh, a Camp terrible drive. Oh yeah, I know. I've I've done it. <laughs> it's yeah, terrible. Right? I, yeah. So they 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 do it, and uh, you know I'm just sitting there minding my own business. Uh, you know I don't really care for a relationship at the time. I didn't you know I wasn't looking for anything. I was just there for myself, being a you know straight up alcoholic, just like any other marine. <laughs> <laughs> so right, right, right. Uh, I'm sitting there. I'm playing uh, playing on my Xbox. And, um, you know, they, they will walk in. So, so princess actually sits on my bed and then those two are on their bed. I'm ignoring everybody. Mm, and, wow. um, just playing, I'm playing Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh -huh. Then, uh, after that, you know, I get tired of playing that. So I go, I pop in Madden. So I'm, I'm playing Madden and stuff. And then she actually, I never, you know, girls are, it's hard to see if they're actual sports fans. But I'm playing, you know, the my career, and I'm on, you know, the Giants because that's my, my team. So I force okay. a trade to get to the Giants. Uh -huh. <laughs> Go figure. And um, <laughs> I'm playing the Steelers. 
and she just happens to be, oh, are you playing on the Steelers? And I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm I'm on the Giants. You know, I'm I'm just playing against them. She goes, oh, the Steelers are my team. And I sit there, I look at her like, how do you even know about them? And then she's telling me all sort of like Ben Roethlisberger at the time, and you get Heinz Ward, Antoine Rand. I'm like, holy, what? He's dropping names. Where do you know this from? Players, yeah. Yeah, where where do you where do you know this from? She goes, oh, I've been a Steelers fan, blah blah blah, since you know since school days, and something about her teacher, you know, got her into being a Steelers fan. So I'm sitting here, I'm like, oh, this might be interesting. All right. So, so you yeah. know, after that, I you know I I knocked the Steelers because uh, actually when I was overseas in Afghanistan, we watched the Super Bowl on AFN. It was when the Steelers lost to the Packers. <laughs> so you know, I had to you know throw some jokes out over there. You know what? Yeah. What happened last year, huh? Throw some <laughs> so salt in the wound. What happened last year? <laughs> for sure, for sure. So yeah, and then after that, we hit it off, and then our first date was December twenty eighth, two thousand twelve. Wow, and that's the rest is history, man. So, rest is history. Yeah, I, I was curious, man, because obviously you know Princess has been on the podcast here, and uh, she's you know recording artist, and uh, you know. I just I was just curious as to how you got, how that went down, man. And here, here now you're here, and uh, you know a musical couple, man, musical couple, and 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 it's funny too because on our first day, you know, we didn't, I didn't do anything fancy. We we went out to uh, I think she wanted to go to Panda Express. We went to the mall over here in Montclair, and oh, yeah. uh, we went to Panda Express, and we we're just sitting there talking, talking, and it was funny because she liked everything I liked and it was too odd because I never told her any, you know, I never told her, you know, oh, I like this. I like that. She knew, obviously I, I like sports. She knew I was a Giants fan, but she didn't know. Like, I liked the old school, like nineties hip hop. She didn't know I, you know, I was into music and stuff. She didn't know any of this. And so when she told me, Oh, you know, um, uh, I record music. Like she got like, kind of scared to say it. But she goes, I, re- I record music. You know, I record with my brother. We do it at the house it's fu- for fun and stuff. And I'm just like, seriously? And she goes, what? <laughs> like, she got startled. I'm like, I was like, man, I've been looking forward to recording music. I didn't know you guys had a microphone and this and that. And yeah, wow. she uh, she freestyled. I was like, yeah, that's dope. I did, you know, me being the producer I am, I'm sitting there doing a beat on the table. We're having uh-huh. a freestyle. We're having uh, the 106 in Park Freestyle Fest over there <laughs> in the mall. And stuff. <laughs> Very cool, yeah, man. man. Uh, yeah, that we figured out from the first day that you know we we were like a, a perfect pair. You know, music, sports, all this other stuff. I give her so much crap now because she's a Dodgers fan, Steelers fan, Kings fan. I'm like, but you don't know anybody on those teams. <laughs> oh, man, go to, and you're what? You Mets or Yankees? I'm a Yankees fan through and oh, through. Okay. Yankees fan, uh, Islanders fan, Giants fan, and Knicks. And uh-huh. I kind of don't like James Dolan. I, I I don't I don't like him. So oh, with I basketball, see. I'm kind of neutral, but I'm a Russell Westbrook fan. Okay. Okay. Big time Russell Westbrook fan. Love him. You know, you know, it's a trip, man. You, you grew up in Adamantville High, uh, New York. You know, thousands of miles away, and you just mentioned a place that I used to go to, I mean, because I grew up in Rancho Cucamonga and uh, I used to go to Montclair Mall all the time, bro, growing up, man. So that's oh, kind wow. of a small world, man. Small world. Yeah. Small man. world. <laughs> Dude, things tie in, right? Things tie in. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. But so no, that, that's amazing, man. That's amazing. And I, I kind of wanted to kind of get back into your, your produce, your production and your, your, your career as a, as a, as a producer, Swizzy. Um, how, how many uh, artists are you managing now, brother? Um, right now I'm doing like, uh, I do like a Western region area. Like, you know, I'll find like opportunities for a K bust. Um, yeah. Yeah. You, you know about her already. Um, so I, I managed that. So like festivals, she had a show out here last year and, um, she did like a little American tour type thing. She had a few shows throughout the country. So she started in Ohio, I believe like Cleveland or Cincinnati, somewhere around there. Uh -huh, she started uh -huh. there and then she came across all the way over here. And then, uh, I, I booked her at the, uh, the whiskey a go, go in, in Hollywood. Oh, so nice. She's, uh, she got to do that and you know it was cool but it kind of sucked at the same time because it was like you know corona just happened oh, literally like yeah. that very day march 11 2020 was the day she had the show and that's the day that california went into state of emergency oh, so Mar march of, like, what yeah. the, what's going on here right <laughs> right right just wait till no. tomorrow <laughs> yeah that sucks that sucks man yeah so she's all like don't worry about it don't worry about it there's gonna be more there's gonna be more so you know i kind of felt bad and stuff but you know the show came out really good the show was really good and then now uh she's been doing uh virtual shows and stuff yeah. um but yeah so yeah there's that and then uh obviously princess they do princess. her uh and then i do yeah. her brother crow Okay. I uh, manage him to, you know, get him opportunities and stuff whenever he's available. You know, we, we sit down, we discuss it, and then, yeah, find some opportunities. Yeah, so, definitely, man. You stay pretty busy with even just, you know, with those three artists alone, I can imagine, you know, um, and you're producing and, 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 you know, engineering and all that good stuff, man. What what, what do you think you'd be doing, Swizzy, if, if you weren't, um, if you weren't producing music, man? What? And what 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 what's something else you maybe you would have done or another career move or if could you even fathom that? I always wanted to be a graphic designer. Okay. You know, I kept I kept telling everyone while I'm in school. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna produce uh, Madden 2022. You know, this is, <laughs> we're talking 2000 2000s. We're talking early. I'm gonna produce Madden 2022 and 2025 and this and that. Here it is two. We're almost in 2022, and uh, 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 yeah, uh, Madden 2022 yeah. is gonna be released next month. I know, right? Jeez, yeah. <laughs> it's like, damn! I said I was gonna be on there, and I, I have, I didn't do anything. <laughs> but yeah, so that that was something because I took some graphic design classes in high school. I did like computer programming in high school, so I, I was, I, I wanted to do something with computers. Okay. What I do now is definitely not with computers. I work in the refiner, do environmental work. So it's okay, kind of see. <laughs> took a left turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right. Night and day, right? Night and day. Well, what uh, well you know, hey, mm -hmm. pays the bills. Oh, of course, man. Not, not... Pays the bills. And then, you know, obviously, you know, I have, you know, producing and then mixing and mastering. You know, I have all that. Got my feet wet in uh, music videos mm -hmm. and stuff. Yeah, you're doing a lot, man. You're doing a lot. I see it, man. I yeah. See it. I see the hustle and, and but um, as, as far as not doing I don't know bro I have no idea because 
I actually like took I took like about six months off, you know, the mental wear and tear and stuff. And it's like, do I even want to do this anymore? So I took some time, yeah. and it was just too boring. Yeah, yeah. I right. was just going to work, coming home, watching TV, or going outside, play, you know, play basketball, go to the park, play basketball, <laughs> uh, but. You know, it was it was just too boring. There was nothing. It was something was missing. Obviously, we know it was music. Definitely, man. No, isn't that interesting? How you, yeah, you you, you take a break from something. You walk, you step aside, you step away for a bit, and you realize how much you miss it, how much you love it, what the passion oh, yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, yeah. Man. And then during that period, it it made me realize, you know, you don't need to do it for money. The money will come. You don't need to do it for money. Just yeah. do it for yourself. Definitely. Because you know when I when I pop the headphones on, I'm completely alone. I isolate myself, and I'm just sitting there, just on the keyboard, just messing around different sounds, this and that. I got a trumpet, and you know I got a trumpet over there. I got a saxophone uh-huh. in the in the garage. Uh, I'm looking at getting uh, one of those um, the drum set, the little uh, pad drum set things, the little okay. plastic ones that records. I'm looking at getting one of those because, you know, I haven't played a drum set since I want to say high school. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, you know, I want to get, want to get one of those and stuff and, you know, see where it goes from there, you know, get little by little and start building up my childhood again, you know, playing all these instruments, start building up my childhood and make something, something, you know, just blow up. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. No doubt, man. Yeah. I, I noticed you played the trumpet and then, you mentioned the saxophone too, and uh, what what kind of uh, what what kind of challenges have you faced though, Swizzy, thus far, man, as as a uh, you know producing music, and and you know name a couple, man, and how did you overcome those challenges, man? Well, I, I like I said, I I probably have to say, um, you know, this is probably 2015, 2016. Mm-hmm. Before I went to school, I'm working, you know, I'm, I'm working a piecework uh, construction, doing piece rate. So, you know, money wasn't much. And I'm over here trying to, you know, rush instrumentals, you know, try and sell them. And sell. like I said, I'm terrible at selling things. So, and this is like, I wasn't too big on Instagram. I was, you know, I was mainly on Facebook. Uh, so... You know, I never realized how big social media would help out at the time. And, you know, financially, it was it was just, you know, it was holding me back. And that's when I took that, you know, that six-month, four, six-month break. Yeah. And it was like, you know, I kind of needed that because that showed me because actually I went from that during this time, I went from that job to another job make, doing hourly wages, same mm-hmm. job, just doing hourly. And it was closer to home. So I had even more time, you know, I had even more time because, you know, it's not like the piece rate where you only get paid for the job. You're not getting paid for the hours. This job was hourly. So it was a strict six o'clock in the morning to two o'clock, two thirty in the afternoon. I get home and then that's when I start realizing, you know what, let me mess around with a beat. Let me just do this. And then that's when I was like, you know what, I don't need to do this for money. The money will come. Let me, you know, do this. And it was more of a mental than a physical, you know, it wasn't like I was tired. Oh, I got to do this. No, it was all, it was just all in my head. That's pretty much anything with anybody 
you know, anybody wanting to do anything, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you just keep working on your craft. You keep doing what you do and it'll eventually, you know, it'll hit. Eventually oh. it'll hit. No doubt, man. Yeah. Consistency. You always hear the, that's that word consistency, 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 consistency. Yep. We're honing the craft, getting better what you do, man. And yeah, like you said, man, it's not about the money. You got, you got to do it for yourself first, man. Exactly. What's your you know, money? The money, the money will come money. Yeah. And I, I follow this group called uh, wealth on uh, Instagram and it shows like this stick figure with like a little um, string attached and in front of it is money. And you just see it walking, you know, chasing the money, chasing the money, chasing the money. And then all of a sudden it gets the money, but it falls into the coffin. Essentially saying stop chasing mm. money because it's just going to lead to your own death. You're going to waste so mm. much time trying to get money. You're going to, you know, you're not going to be able to use it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That video, ever since i seen that video, uh, it, 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 it just stuck in my head. It, you know, that was, that was a huge wake-up call right there. No doubt. Huge wake-up call. Yeah, absolutely. You, you got to do what you do, man. Whatever that may, whatever that looks like for someone, right? Do, follow your passion. Do what you love. And that's oh, yeah. line, man. You know, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And money is a secondary part of that, you know? Yes. Money is just like, it's the, it's the icing on the cake. It's the cherry on the ice cream. You know, that, that's yeah. all it is. What, what are some, uh, can you talk a little bit about some of upcoming projects you got, uh, got coming up, uh, maybe for your, some of your artists, uh, yourself, uh, maybe some albums that you come got coming up? Um, I know K-Bus, she's going to be releasing an album soon. She hasn't made a specific date, but I know it's going to be within this year. Um, Princess is going to be releasing an album, I want to say, toward the end of summer, maybe August, September time frame. We're about halfway through. Uh, we're about halfway through with this uh, album, so she has a few more songs she wants to add to it before she finalizes everything and we start promotion. So, uh, yeah. And yeah, that's, that's pretty much the upcoming things. Uh, working on a show for Princess right now, actually, for uh, July 23rd in LA. Uh, looking to do that. So, yeah, opportunities okay. are there. I'm just picking and choosing. Yeah, man, that's great. That's great, man. I, I think, uh, you know, like I said, man, you guys have got a lot going on. I think your future is bright. And you're hungry, you're ambitious, and you're passionate about what you do. And you know what? What are um, what are some goals, man? Maybe some some short-term goals, long long-term goals for yourself, for your artists, for for Dream Music Records. Can you talk a little bit about some of those things? Um, you know, I tend to stay away from the long-term goals. You know, momentarily because mm-hmm. I want to string together short-term goals because yeah. it's just like, it's like a fight. Life is like a fight. You gotta, you gotta, you know, you gotta get your, you gotta put together, you know, wins. You gotta put together wins to boost your confidence. So yeah. the same being with, you know, business and music, especially, you know, you put together some short-term goals, you meet your, you meet your demands, you meet, you know, you, you exceed your criteria that you want to do. Like, with this dual album, this was, I didn't, I just barely, you know, I put out an instrumental album. I think it's like 15, 15 tracks or so in February 1st. And then the second I started because 
before I released that one, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do a duo album. I'm going to do something that, you know, not many people have done. I'm going to, because, like, I was producing an instrumental a week, a different instrumental a week. So I'm like, you know what? Counted all the weeks. All right, cool. I should be done by Memorial Day. I was trying to do 20 and 20. 20 instrumental for the urban, 20 uh-huh. instrumental for the Latin. But, you know, I hit a few road bumps along the way, which I wasn't able to meet that. So I did the 10 and 10. And, um, you know, it was something that was out of my hands. So I couldn't even, you know, be mad at myself. But the overall project itself, it came out so wonderful. I sit there, I listen to this on the way to work, to and from work and stuff. Okay. I just pop in YouTube now, hit the playlist, and just let it go. And it, oh, it's so, it's it's nice to hear something that you made. It's it's so nice. It, it's like it's like a you're birthing a child almost. <laughs> like each project is, a, is your own child, it's your own baby and stuff. And it's like you you watch it grow, you watch it, you know, expand, and then you see you you hear the overall production of it, and it's just, it's 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 wonderful. It really is wonderful. Oh man, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I, 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 I can kind of I can empathize with you, man, because you know I, I like to watch my, my uh, episodes, you know, that I do with my guests, and and you know not only for enjoyment but also to kind of critique myself, man, and 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 I, you know, yes, I, yes, right, that, that's right? a main thing too. Yeah, yeah, constructive criticism. You know, I could have I could have said this here or done this there. Or, you know just getting better man that's i think that's what it's all about right honing the craft that, that's that's all it is you're your own critic you know you'll have people who will tell you the truth it's not going to be as many though because you'll have those <laughs> who are uh oh yeah it sounds good it sounds good it sounds good they're just telling you it sounds good even though they don't yeah. like it but they're just telling you because you, know, you know they're they're you they wanna, know they want to be nice or friends or something you know so they just they're just telling you just to tell you they're not actually like giving you what you really need yeah. Yeah. And you need, sometimes you just, you do need that. You got, you, you got to get that, uh, that, that constructive criticism, right. Or even if it's harsh, it's not what you want to hear, but sometimes you got to hear it. That's what's going to make you better, man. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. You got to work on those. You got to smooth out those edges, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. No doubt, man. No, no, man. I, 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 I'm going to, you know, looking forward to seeing you, yeah, on the rise and continue to see you progress. And, you know, once you come on, you know, I tell all my guests, but once you come on this podcast, you know, you become family and I'm going to continue to support you and, and, and share your content, repost, support any way I can, man. So, you know, uh, before, before we wrap things up, Swizzy, I want to ask you, man, who are some mentors, influencers in your life, uh, alive or dead, uh, friends or family, whoever, man, that you would love to sit down and have dinner with man to, to kind of pick their brain who was maybe three of those can you can you pinpoint or you know one or five or you know three what do you whatever you think um i gotta say pretty cliche but dr dre would have to be definitely one of them okay yeah oh, dr dre cool. has to be one of them um i would say louis armstrong Loved oh, wow. his music. He's the one that really inspired me to play the trumpet. Satchmo. He's the one that um, he he inspired me to do jazz in, in school. I did a jazz band. You know, he 
Yeah, he uh, he's definitely got to be one. That's um, awesome. I got to say, um, obviously, 50 Cent. You know, I grew up on his music, and the businessman he is today is like, that's what I love to be. Yeah. No and then, you know, four and five would be, you know, Timbaland and uh, DJ Quick, you know, oh. for producers, you know, Ooh. get different producers and stuff. That's got to be my five right there. Yeah, that's a hell of a list, man. Man, Louis Armstrong, that's, I like that, man. Yeah, trumpet, uh, Hall of Famer, you know, that guy. You can you can even do Louis Armstrong and Miles Davis. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no Jeez, those guys are yeah legends, man. Legends, legends, and oh yes, oh yes. You said Dr. Dre, you know. You mentioned Dr. Dre. I, I think that yeah, that would be amazing, man. You know, because he's got a, obviously a great story. Uh, you know, and from a musical standpoint, man, yeah, he's he's a legend too. I mean, or, or yeah, oh yeah, no doubt, man. No, man. oh yes, yeah, brother. Hey, man, before we go, Swizzy, where can the good people? Uh, follow you. They where can they find your music? Go ahead and plug uh, everything uh, so we can find you and, and, and check you out, man. Um. Well, I have about sixty instrumentals, forty to sixty instrumentals. It's on every platform. You just type in Swizzy Swift, S W I Z Z Y space S W I F T, and you will find me and all my instrumentals, and then all the songs that I'm featured in with Princess and Crow and all that. You'll find that. On all platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, uh, Tiddle, YouTube, all of it. I'm on Instagram uh, music. I'm on uh, Snapchat music. You can add you can add it there. Also, uh, my Instagram, I have, uh, it's at the underscore real underscore Swizzy Swift. Find me there. Also, uh, you know, I have the uh, DMR page as well. It's uh, at Dream Music Records underscore between Dream and then Music. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. There it is, man. Yeah, yeah, you're all over the place, man. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I got my, I got the link in the bio for my YouTube and all the other stuff. So yeah, you can't hide, man. You can't hide from us. So yeah. There it is, man. There it is. I, man, I want to thank you once again for for being here, taking the time, uh, and, and give my best to Princess, the family, and everybody. Like I said, man, you're always welcome back here. Let's do this again. And oh, yeah, definitely. I can't wait to meet you in person and meet you guys. And uh, you Yeah, guys next time we got to do this in person. We got to do this in person next time. I'll bring yeah. some Johnny. I'll bring some Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> bring Johnny. Bring Johnny, man. Johnny, man. Yeah, yeah. No doubt, man. Thanks again, man. And and it's been a pleasure having you here, man. So it's been a pleasure being here. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, there you have Swizzy Swift, producer extraordinaire. Go follow him. Go listen to his music. Go tap in. You will not be disappointed. And uh, he's uh, he's definitely doing big things in the music industry and beyond. So we're, we're going to we can't wait to see how far he into the stratosphere he goes. Um, I want to thank everybody for being here. Again, if you're here on Pod TV, Roku channel, uh, thank you so much. YouTube, IG, we're on the audio platforms, wherever you're tuning in from. It's always uh, an honor to have you here on po Profile Pod TV, here with Double. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Definitely, definitely. So uh, don't forget to subscribe here, Profile Pod TV. Click on that little purple logo and tap in. So 
Uh, for Swizzy Swift, I want to thank him once again. I'm Double A, reminding you to always take it easy.